There's no music if you have no body to play it with, so take care of your body first. You getting into the gym and you lifting weights and working on muscles, is it's physical therapy for the benefit of your playing. The truth is nothing works like just taking care of the simple stuff. Diet, exercise and sleep. Take care of that and you'll be fine. Join us as two musicians and fitness coaches discuss strength, wellness and fitness in relation to musicians, artists and performance. And there it is. There we are. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome back to our still as yet to be named podcast. <laughs> I am Dr. Jen Cabis of Tuned and Tone Performance. And I'm Angela McCuson of Music Strong. Um, and today we're going to kind of be talking about um, something that Angela brought up today. Uh, working out from home. What can we do, especially when we're working out? with working around an injury. So, <laughs> um, so why don't you go ahead and set this one up for us? <laughs> okay, this is, this, is, this is kind of fun. So story time, boys and girls. Um, when I went to basic training for the Army 17 years ago, I developed a hip injury. I, I ended up limping six out of the nine weeks I was there. Uh, not, I mean, it already made a sucky situation worse, right? So when I get back, I mean, they told me, oh, you broke your hip, you know. That, I didn't. Nobody could figure out what was going on. Fast forward through 17 years, I have seen tons of different doctors. Nobody can figure out what's going on. I've seen all kinds of different physical therapists. Every time I see a physical therapist, I get 0% better. Every single time. And I think that it happened three different times. The only time it would bother me is when I would run or do sit-ups. So I finally got a letter saying, you don't have to run or do sit-ups. And Army has an alternate event. And so um, I can bike, which I love to bike anyway. So that's Although the army takes any, <laughs> they're great at taking anything you love to do and making it not fun. Like I love to shoot. The army makes it not fun. I love to bike. The bike in the army is the worst thing ever, but at least I don't have to run and <laughs> be in pain, right? <laughs> so um, when I transferred from the national guard to the reserves, what they said is that letter that you said that says you have a permanent profile, you have to get that renewed because it's not, per we don't view that as actually permanent in the reserves. I went, oh, okay. So I thought I would go ahead and be proactive and, and start looking at doing it <clears throat> because uh, it was going to be due in the next, I don't know, year or so. So I go see a, um, a sports med doctor and he asks if I am interested in trying to, again, rehab the injury. And I said, I am always game. So not only did I go to PT a fourth or fifth time, I'd forgotten at this point, um, for the first time, not only did they not help the problem, and it didn't hurt when I went. So they'd always ask, how's your pain? I'm like, it didn't hurt in the first place, guys. It only hurts when I do this. Not only that, they made it hurt, and then they caused a new injury <sighs> because they didn't listen to me. <laughs> I said, I can't do this. They didn't listen. I said, well, this hurts here when I do this. And they're like, well, it shouldn't. I was like, I know it shouldn't, but it does. They didn't listen. They caused what turns out now to be um, hamstring tendonitis. So, or uh, in the issue of tuberosity, I have some peritendinitis. So you want to get specific. So uh, I go back to the doctor and he tells me point blank. Do you really want to get better? You know, some problems are all in our minds. I said, excuse me? He goes, yeah, well, um, he told me basically that I was overweight, that I was lazy, and that I basically was just looking for a way to get out of this Army PT test. And then he looks at me and goes, but you're a personal trainer, aren't you? Wow. I'm not paying this bill and walked out of his office. Wrote him a very nice review on Google. Um, yeah, so I found another doctor who looked at me and went, oh, wow, no, that's no, I will write you a letter. That's not cool. Because he found out all these, you know, range of motion tests, whatever. Long story short, uh, which I'm not good at. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> we get an MRI. Um, well, anyway, he writes me the letter. And um, he's like, come back if you have anything. I did the Mardi Gras parade. Can you believe Mardi Gras was only, what, six weeks ago? And now we feel like we've been stuck in our houses for years. Anyway, I did the, uh, the Rex Mardi Gras parade. It was like five and a half miles. When I got done... Uh, the next day, I couldn't walk. I felt like someone had hit both of my hip joints with a baseball bat. 
um, I thought, okay, this is not normal. There's something going on here I need to actually get addressed. So I'm gonna go back to this guy. We got an MRI and he goes, ooh, you have this and you have this and you have this and you have this and these are all the things. Like, well, finally, yeah. you know, it's not in my head. Finally, someone listens. He said, well, would you be open to going to PT with somebody else? And he's like, well, you know my history with PTs. Not nothing against PTs, but not the same guy. No way. So he sends me to somebody else. Um, the good news is uh, the few exercises that we're doing now, we're doing telehealth, which is great. I'm actually finally getting some relief for the hamstring tendonitis. Remember the hip issue. Um, and it, here's the thing. I thought it hurt in it for anybody and anatomically inclined. I thought the pain was like someone was stabbing me with a six inch chef's knife uh, in the iliacus is what it felt like. And I haven't run a long time. I can sprint, but I can't run. And when I do sit-ups, if I do too many, it starts to ache. And if I go on a more than a two or three mile walk or hike, it starts to ache. If I actually push it, it feels like stabbing pain. Turns out the psoas has nothing much to do with it. It's a sartorius issue. The sartorius has been doing everything for almost 20 years. Mm -hmm. It's like a rock. I had no idea. So mm -hmm. we're doing all kinds of other stuff and finally I'm getting some pain relief and we're we're rehabbing the hamstring tendonitis. Mm -hmm. Okay, so here's the thing. While all of this initial stuff with the first PT was going on, that was back in the fall, um I was told, well, you need to rest that area. Okay. So I was like, well, I can't just rest. I'm in the gym and I'm in the army. We got a PT test coming up and I've got to prepare for this and blah blah blah. So I started doing more upper body things. Well, I did too many upper body things and developed a compensation there. And then I developed some thoracic outlet syndrome. So now like this is numb. This is numb. This was numb. Shooting electrical pains. It got way worse. And I, now I'm on the tail end of it, thankfully. However, it's still, there's still like, residual effects, right? So now I've got upper and lower problems. And people were telling me, the doctors I was seeing, well, you need to rest. And I was like, you're basically saying, don't play your instrument. Yeah. and don't lift a weight those are both and don't do push-ups those are all my jobs you're telling me to just sit around mm -hmm. that does not compute right i mean and all these doctors i'm seeing like wow your range of motion is where it's because i'm i'm hyper mobile i have too much range of motion in my joints and yeah. i'm not the only one there a lot of females have this i have some clients with yeah exactly so <laughs> extreme ranges of motion right i mean it's like whoa you shouldn't be okay the mm -hmm. most important thing you can do when you are hypermobile is yep. to strength train, right? Yes. So um, this new doctor I'm seeing is like, well, actually, I wouldn't stretch. And I was like, I'm not stretching. In fact, I'm not doing anything. I have not had a regular workout routine since the fall because mm -hmm. I'm afraid to do anything. Everything hurts, upper and lower now. Mm -hmm. Resting is the worst thing I can do. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I sent a message to uh, the physical therapist this morning. I was like, well, all right. I'm stuck in my house mm -hmm. um, besides doing your exercises, you know, and I'm trying to watch with what I'm doing here. What can I do? I need to start strength training and getting on some kind of a plan, but it's, it's, as you know, it's not, the, it's, it's difficult to set up your own strength training program when you have injuries and you can't look at yourself objectively. Right. right. It's like, mm -hmm. well, what, can I do because yes. my sitting around, right. you know, being active, but just not strength training is yeah. going to make all of this compound and become worse and develop more issues. I have to strength train. Yeah. What can I do? Yes. Cause she, when I, when I asked her about the, can I bike? And she goes, and I was like, don't you dare tell me not to bike. I got to do something, you know, she goes, yeah. well, we have to calm down this issue. And mm -hmm. you were saying when you hit 18, 20 miles, it starts to really hurt. How long does it take you to do 10 miles? I was like, 40, 30, 45 minutes. I don't know. She goes, that's probably nothing for you, is it? I'm like, no. She goes, can you start at 10 miles? Like, it's almost not worth putting on all the gear to get out there to do 10 <laughs> miles, you know? So so then I, I did her exercise and I went and did 20 and felt fine. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to use it as a gauge. If I get any twinginess, yeah. done. Yeah. But... That brings to the question of now that we are stuck at home, mm -hmm. for the most part, all the gyms are closed, whether you have equipment or you don't, what kinds of things can you do to maintain some kind of strength training regimen? Because obviously push-ups are not good for me right now. Right. What can I do? 
squats mm-hmm. are also out. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, you yeah. know. <laughs> um, and, and, and just to kind of uh, piggyback off of that, because I know um, from personal experience talking to uh, people who haven't been through an injury before, how it kind of comes across, uh, just in terms of the responses, you know. doctors tell you to rest and you say no and people are like well you just need to listen to the doctor keep in mind keep in mind this is not our first rodeo with injuries um we've both been through injuries where we took the rest and actually did it and it got worse um and especially with hypermobility especially with hypermobility um you just you need to change what you're doing, not stop. Exactly. Uh, I have yet to come across an injury where, I mean, really, I want to say the only thing that really I needed rest for was when I sprained my ankle real bad. And even then, um, looking back on it, there were probably some things I could have done to protect the ankle, but keep the rest of everything in balance instead of, you know, getting to the point where if I do a weighted squat, help me. I have three shifts, not one, but three. <laughs> it's very unusual Ooh. if you don't know much about squatting. Yeah. One hip shift. I've got three depending on where I am in the squat. So <laughs> you're fun. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm a tangled mess. Um, but the good news is that every time I get through something, the other side of it is like, okay, well now when somebody comes to me with something that is similar I know what I'm looking at. I know what they're feeling. It's easier for me to communicate, you know? So there's, there's a plus side going through this stuff too, but just to kind of back up, you know, I know how it comes across when you're like, I'm not resting (laughs) when you've been told that enough and you know, it doesn't work. There's a reason for this. Um, yeah, sorry. Total tangent there. (laughs) Not at all. Um, not at all. Yeah. So the question of what can you do at home? (laughs) Um, it's, it's tough. And like you said, it's also tough to, to diagnose yourself when you're going through injury because there's that, um, instinct to kind of accommodate what you're going through based on how you feel or else to feel totally overwhelmed by like, well, I don't know what to do. Um, (laughs) (laughs) and it comes, comes down to even the coaches have coaches. (laughs) And so help me, don't we always go back to the exercises we like? This is why yes. coaches tell yes, you to do the things you suck at. Yeah. <laughs> Unless unsupervised, most people will go back to the things that they like first. Um, and especially if you're on your own, because it's so hard, you know, like I've got a three shifts in my squat. I can work on it. And for right now, I know exactly what to do. I know what I'm doing. That's fine. But what happens when that gets strong enough that now I need to move to the next step and there's nobody here to go, okay, well, this is your next step. Cause I don't, right. I don't know what it is. I know what it is for other people who don't have three shifts in their squat. <laughs> Overachiever. <laughs> this is very strange. Um, yeah. But yeah. And then, and then the equipment issue too. Oh my goodness. All right, so I see you've got kettlebells back there. I don't have a single kettlebell. I would love one. Um, I, I'm super fortunate with these kettlebells. Um, I, we got them for next to nothing. It was just one of those. We walked in somewhere. Somebody didn't want them. And so we got them for almost nothing. It was like, hey, here's some cash. And they're like, take them. Just, just take them. Awesome. You know? <laughs> That's great. So we're, we're very, very fortunate um, to have those. But most people, I mean, kettlebells are expensive. Weights are, are expensive. Um, yeah, I found, a, I found a dumbbell set on Craigslist for 100 bucks, And I was like, or 120 I was like, will you take 100 cash? I'll, yeah. I'll run over and I'll take it from you and give you a $100 bill. And he's like, done. Yeah. But I mean, if you don't yeah. find those, just find Then no. heaven forbid you have to, you know, get them shipped. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You're buying They're another way, weight set and shipping. Way it's expensive to order. Way expensive in the stores. And good luck trying to hunt those deals on like Craigslist or, or something. Because they go quick. If they're decent, they go quick. Um, right. 
And then now there's the additional issue of, you know, we're not supposed to be seeing people. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, so I'm not sure what equipment you've been using aside from, um, obviously you've got the bike um, that you're doing a lot. And like, I'm walking a lot and we're fortunate with this stuff here in the, the stone mold, which was not expensive, not cheap, sorry, it was expensive, but concrete's cheap. Um, but beyond that, for us, I'm using a lot of bands. Yep. Um, and I have clients that are using a lot of bands. Yeah, and they're they're cheap. Oh my goodness, they are really affordable, mm -hmm. and there are so many things that you can do with them. Um, and the other thing that I really like about them is that I can adjust the tension depending on the day. I can adjust the resistance. Yeah, you know, I can take you into my studio and show you guys what I have. We're in okay. my office. I don't think about this. Sorry, let's do this. All right, because I just have bands, but um, mm -hmm. there's a lot of different types of bands. You know, you have the handle bands, you have the mini bands, you have the Thera bands. Um, yeah. You know, TRX makes a great product. I can't afford one, so I found a knockoff for $20. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, we have the super, super cheap ones, too. They're just giant rubber bands. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, recording froze on my end. Shoot. There you are. I knew it would take a second. All right. You there? Yep. Okay. Here we are. Can you see? Yes. All right. So in my little studio... Some of this was given to me by a client who moved to Colorado, but there's my mm -hmm. little weight set and my mm -hmm. flute. <laughs> so we have mini bands, right? I know. So wad, wad fitters, you seen these? They make these loops and they come in a pack of three. There's a black one. So those mm -hmm. are great for doing. Um, I like them a little better than these mini bands that Perform Better makes. Mm -hmm. um, so I have those and I have some monster bands all from Perform Better. Some mm -hmm. sliders, ballast slides, but you can use like furniture sliders. You know? Yes, furniture um, sliders are awesome, by the way. Jaku. Yes, they're wonderful. That'll work. So I've got some bands and I've got, you know, your typical two different types of bands and then a loop. Mm -hmm. um, so we have different different types of strength here. These, have you seen these before? Yeah. Yep. I like these because they go in the door and they're different strengths. Mm -hmm. um, and you can also loop them around a uh you can loop them around a doorknob and then here's my knockoff trx <laughs> <laughs> it's the same colors but yeah. i mean so i mean you don't need much to have right. a fully equipped gym you know this is mostly yeah. bands and a foam roller and of course i have a massage gun and an arm aid but yeah. i mean that's just about everything you can need i'm just going to sit here on the floor so you can see my space Okay, so there's that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I mean, we've got, um, they're a little bit big. I'm wondering where I put them. Uh, they're on the other side of the house. So we've got, uh, they're thinner around, but they're wider. Um, and we do, um, I use the couch because it's the heaviest thing we have in the house, uh, aside from like the bed. <laughs> yeah. um, I loop it around the couch and do hamstring curls, uh, tricep extensions, um, will use that for and and uh one of my friends who is pregnant she can't do uh prone hamstring curls so we have a chair set up and she'll do them seated um we do i put them uh under my feet and i'll do uh hammer curls regular curls um front delt work because my delts are really weak um and then we could really? yeah yeah, all, all my delts are weak. Uh, my traps have been doing all my delt work for me. Yeah. Oh. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're getting better now. I'm really happy about it. But, um, and then we could put a knot in the end of it and shut them in the door so that I could do things like, you know, lap holes and rows and stuff like that. Um, but we've got uh, stationary off of Craigslist for 50 bucks. <laughs> hey, hey. That thing's heavy enough that I put it on the uh, the handles, and uh, that works just as well. So that's how yeah. we use them. Um, yeah, exactly. So you can see what I have, and it's just, I mean, you can do a whole lot of different things with those bands, even if you don't have all the, this, is, this has been 10 years of accumulation that I didn't know I had until I brought it out and put it up and went, ah, oh, look at all this stuff 
I forgot I asked. Yeah. <laughs> it's been sitting oh, in a suitcase. But I mean, um, with mini bands, so mm -hmm. uh, you can do all kinds of, I'm going to do a video today on actually the mini bands and the regular bands on some stuff you can do at home that's just upper body, shoulder yeah. strengthening and, and mobility wise, like take a dowel rod or a, a, yes. if you don't have a dowel rod, you can use a broomstick. Yeah. It's not great because it's weighted on one side, but you know, you can do yeah. these kinds of things. Um, you can do body weight stuff like for mobility. You can do wall slides. Mm -hmm. I like those. You can do prone tees and wise. Your arms are pretty darn heavy for those mm -hmm. kinds of things, especially mm -hmm. if you're dealing with a weakness. And you yes. can modify those to be standing or seated. Like I had a client yesterday that I saw, I'm sorry, Friday that I saw, and uh, we did her whole hour, hour long workout. It consisted of, she's got some crazy forward head posture and some like shoulder issues, right? Mm -hmm. um, she's also a recording engineer, so she sits all day. And when she doesn't, she's playing guitar, so it just makes us all worse, right? Yeah. Um, we did the whole session on her using a foam roller and a lacrosse ball to get all this mobile again, upper yeah. and lower body. Mm -hmm. And then we just used her arm as weight. We didn't have, yeah. she, does, she doesn't have anything. She doesn't yeah. have bands. Nothing. Mm -hmm. So all she needed to do was some stuff on the ground. You know, you can do prone tees or supine tees, depending. I mean, use gravity. Right. And if it's not hard, uh, slow it down. Yes. Thank Go you. Real slowly. Tempo yeah. is important. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I believe, honestly, uh, in my heart of hearts here that almost everybody could still get a pretty decent workout. Uh, obviously for higher tier strength athletes, it's harder, but the average person, especially, um, you don't really need more than maybe a band or two tops. You could probably get a great workout with just body weight and it doesn't have to be a cardio workout. It can be a strength workout. Um, like, I know you did a dead bug video too. Like <laughs> if you haven't, if you haven't tried dead <laughs> they bug, are hard. Embarrassing. A stabilizer workout. Yes. Slow dead bugs. I mean, as slow as humanly possible. And tell me how the burn is. You know. <laughs> oh, I'll down here. I was like, oh, and I'm gonna try to talk and breathe at the same time. It wasn't pretty. It's pretty embarrassing, actually. <laughs> they they burn like crazy if you're doing them well. Um, and even if you're not very like, look, four on each side is a workout. <laughs> Planks are great, no. but you don't have to do planks. No, and planks, um, especially for somebody like me who's got, you know, trap issues where my traps do almost everything for me. Planks are just an excuse to shrug. Yeah. Or not. Dead bugs are. And planks also with me, I run the risk of trying to suck in my gut instead of bracing. Um, mm -hmm. Dead bugs can't do that. Have can't you tried that. alligator drags? You know, where you walk with your hands, walk a plank like that way. Do you find that your shrug muscles take over there as well? Yeah. Ugh. Frustrating. Yep. Yep. That's part of why I do so much um, delt and lat work right now is trying to get the rest of the upper body to catch up with the traps. And my traps are ridiculous. Because <laughs> that's all that was working for a long time, which, I mean, I wonder why I had arm pain, you know? <laughs> I get it. I get it. Yeah. But I mean, there's a, there are a ton of different exercises that you can do with just your body weight and yeah. doing on the floor that are not, I mean, they're still, like you said, like dead bugs, they're, they're hard to do. Bringing your toes straight up to the ceiling without rocking back and forth. So like leg lifts and leg lowers might not be great if someone's got hip flexor pain. However, just bringing them straight up to the ceiling, way hard yeah. without momentum, way hard. I mean, I was talking to somebody else about this the other day, like, you know, I went to basic training in what, 2003? I don't think too much has changed, but nine weeks of no gym. And I yeah. got one of the fittest, strongest points of my entire life. All I use is my body weight. Well, yeah. then my M16. You try holding out a seven pound rifle like this for minutes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm not gonna say that was a great idea, but it worked. No, but, you know, I'm also <laughs> thinking that, that, that for most people with nothing in your hands, give it a minute. The isometrics are serious business. <laughs> You can do a whole isometric workout, and it doesn't have to mean you have to have 20 exercises. Do three in a circuit. Right. You know? And especially, this brings back to if you're working around an injury. Um, 
if you know what an injury is and you've got somebody or what your injury is like not not know what an injury is know what your injury is and you've got somebody like is that okay um but if you've got somebody really especially who's giving you okay well this is where you're deficient this is where you're over strong so this approach um i'm giving free movement assessments right now to anybody who wants one you know free yep (laughs) (laughs) take that and design something with it i mean if you know knowledge is power yeah oh yeah oh yeah different set of eyes on you exactly exactly and that's that's part of what we enjoy doing too is like i love seeing little things i'm like do you know that this is a problem and i love trying to dig in and go where is it coming from um what can we do to help you kind of feel this thing that mentally you just don't have mapped um it's the coolest thing ever so uh shoot there was a tangent i was oh yeah so yeah you know what the injury is and you know this is over strong this is overly weak we need to kind of bring the balance in here well then you know ideally or you have help if you don't know how to circuit that so that you're targeting specific things to get around this um and not like get around as in compensate (laughs) yeah yeah that's why a coach is good because they can tell you if you're compensating. A lot of times you don't know. Like, am I, are you shrugging when you do this? Oh, you didn't know you were shrugging. Right. You know. Right. Like, hey, Jen, go do a bunch of bicep curls. Okay, doing bicep curls. <laughs> why are my biceps still weak? <laughs> and oh, you know, that's not even, it wasn't even this bad. This is a hyper exaggeration. It was just like, you know, you're doing the curls, and the next thing you know, like, man, my shoulder kind of hurts. Like, yeah, why is your, why are you up? Like, what do you mean I'm up? Because I'm not looking in a mirror. Right. What do you mean I'm up? Womp. <laughs> like, your biceps aren't doing the work at this point if you're up here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. One of my uh, favorite cues is squeeze your armpits. Oh, well, yeah. I, it's a weird thing to say with people. You know, you get that serratus activation. You get the, you know, get things yeah. kind of, oh. Actually, it's raining right now. This is a good, uh, a good segue into that. Um, when I'm telling people how to do push-ups. Because push-ups done, I think we talked about this last time, push-ups done improperly are terrible exercise. Done properly, they're great, but they're not easy to do properly. So I usually right. start people out on like a weight rack and we, we go down, like mm-hmm. whether it's a Smith machine or an adjustable squat rack or whatever, mm-hmm. on a barbell or preferably one of those that you can you can move the, you know, the, the yeah. different grips. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm like, okay, pretend we, we have all done this. You go to the grocery store, you want all your groceries in on one go, right? But... Pretend (laughs) you're not making two trips. We're making one trip with all the groceries. You don't have any pockets. Oops. Where are you going to put your phone? You're going to put it here. (laughs) Pretend you got your spouse's phone. Now you got both phones because they left you. They're off. They're off in the house already. You got both phones in the armpits and you got to carry all the groceries. Now go. Now do your push up. Don't drop your phone. Right. (laughs) They're like, wow. (laughs) We can all relate. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then when you've got that aid of uh, mental aid of something that you really don't want to drop on the ground, you're going to squeeze yeah. and it, yeah, it gets serratus, it gets uh, Terry's, it gets pecs. Oh, oh my goodness. So many things going. One of these days I'm actually going to put somebody's phone in their armpit and be like, all right, now do your push up. <laughs> you drop it. I'll catch it. But you'll, I, cause you know, like when people say like, I'm, we're doing a dead bug and I'm saying, are you, is your low back in touch with the ground? I don't know. What I mean, you don't know here. So I'll put like a, a mini band below their back and pull on it. And if it yeah. comes out, well, guess what you're not doing? Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, it's harder than, you know, that curve where it's like, um, confidence versus experience, right? When you have no experience in something, your confidence is super high. And the second that you try it, it plummets. And then over time, the more experience you start going back up. That's most people in terms of their ability to feel their body. Um, Because you can feel what you can feel, but you don't know what you can't feel or you would feel it. (laughs) Yes. Yes. If you don't have, especially if you don't have anybody helping you. But if you don't have any guide on what you're missing or different cues to look out for while you're doing this, even um, from just an, and, and some people are man, really gifted in this, but there's almost always something. 
that people are missing. And you can see it if you're looking hard enough. There's almost always something that's like, okay, this person is an elite tier athlete. I think that they're missing this muscle connection. Very specific spot. While they're competing and winning and doing things that I'm like, in my entire life, I would not be capable of this, I don't think. But this person, where they're at, could be better if. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I've not met anybody who's not really into it. They get frustrated and give up too soon, but. Yeah. Well, like we come back to. Yeah. I mean, and it's amazing how, how the body's able to compensate and make you do things you want to do. When I was uh, talking to the physical therapist in our intake session, um, which can I say the bright shining point of this virus thing is that it was just her and I, there was not a whole room full of PT patients. So she really got to see and listen to me. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the way it should be. I mean, it was great, but that's another story. But, you know, we were talking about the fact that the sartorius feels like a rock. I had no idea. Yeah. And I've been trying to get my, my deadlift numbers have not gone up in forever. And in fact, they've gotten worse, you know, and I've been trying to activate my glutes, activate my glutes. She's like, your glutes aren't weak, yeah. but they can't function in that way they need to when right. you have this one that's overtaking them. Yes. But you're strong. And it's like, finally, a PT that isn't trying to force my glutes to work and causing something else to compensate, you know? Right. So it's. But it's like, I would love for my deadlift to get better. Well, it's not going to because until I fix this compensation, it doesn't have a chance. The compound lift doesn't have a chance to get better. Right. Yes. And that brings us to another thing that we wanted to talk about too, which is the, um, just, I want to call it chipping away. Yeah. Um, so it's, there's a, an overall temptation. I think it's a cultural thing in general, um, but it's especially worse for people who are extremely motivated, self-motivated, overachievers, perfectionists, whatever you want to call them. Um, things that are kind of integral to being a performer, um, musician, dancer, whatever. Um, and I think they're pretty integral for uh, strength trainers too and fitness people and athletes of all kinds. I mean, you're out there challenging yourself every single day yeah. Because you have a drive. And don't uh, forget about entrepreneurs who are trying to make an income yes. in a new situation. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's this this temptation that goes along with it of, are you doing enough? You know, every single, are you doing enough? Did you get enough done? Are you doing enough? Are you working hard enough? And if you are not, are you lazy? <laughs> that lazy big <laughs> shame trigger for most of us, too. Um, because we never feel like we're doing enough. Not because we're not working hard and in high volume every single day, but because there's always something else to do. There's always a lot more to do. Um, And so there's this kind of battle between chipping away. And and I mean, we're all doing multiple different things, too. It's not like we have a singular focus in our life. It's like, well, (laughs) you and I, for instance, are musicians and business owners, and we have other day job types type things for you. That's the army for me. That's my desk job. Um, try to have friends. We've got pets. We've got to take care of. We've got a home life. Um, I'm trying not to uh, let my relationships crash and burn because I'm working too much. Um, so, you know, life stuff that we all deal with. And if you dive too hard into one, the others suffer. Um, so when there's normal daily life and you're going outside and you're doing things, it's a little bit easier to kind of chip away at a little, a little something for most everything, every single day, not everything, everything, but a little something. So here's some progress. Here's some progress. I did this good thing. Um, and fortunately we're seeing a little bit of that on the internet right now too, where it's like post something good that happened today, you know? Um, Post something, anything. There's um, our little gym community too has this going on too. Post three things that you did to make yourself a better person when you come out of this. And to be honest, for me, the last week has been, I didn't eat chocolate today, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right? uh, that's, that's a goal for me, right? Or a victory for me right now, um, just because this is starting to kind of get under my skin too. Um, but it's easier when you're out and about because at least you've left the house. 
to take that chipping away as uh, actual daily progress and a little bit of a victory versus right now, if you're chipping away, you're still inside and everything left to do is always still in front of you. Right. <laughs> I said I was going to do a little of this every single day and I didn't touch it. Never mind the fact that I filed for a copyright and I finished my taxes and I wrote three client programs and I did four videos and I did all these social media posts and I vacuumed. Yeah. <laughs> but that doesn't matter because I didn't get to so-and-so's program or I didn't do this other video I wanted to do or I didn't work out myself or I didn't. Right. <laughs> it's that feeling of like, I sent her a video. They <laughs> did a Snapchat filter with the big mouth. We got to put that up there. It's so silly. <laughs> I love the voice that comes out of it. It's like, how do you feel like either you are getting, you're being super productive and getting everything done, but at the same time, you're not doing anything? Mm -hmm. Like, how is that possible? It's that feeling of overwhelm because everything in your life is right in front of you right now. And if you've got this list and you love lists like we do, you just want to check all the boxes. And yeah. I'm a failure if I didn't check all the boxes. Or I didn't feel like I prioritized correctly today. Or <sighs> or I got everything on my list done and I ate chocolate. <laughs> and I yeah. So there, there's... Right? My nutrition wasn't on point today. No. <laughs> I'm a failure. Do you know all the things you did? Oh, they don't count. Like, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. how we feel. Right. Um, yeah. and that's, you know, it's a hard thing for all of us right now. Um, and it's something that does creep in when we're talking about working out from home as well. Um, cause now you don't have, say, if you had a gym environment where it's like, this is my program, or this is my people that I work out with, or my coach walks me through and kind of keeps track of where I'm at. Well, if now you're at home and you're responsible for yourself, it's really tempting to be like, okay, well, I'm going to do literally all the movements, especially if you've only got bands, because then it doesn't feel like you're moving heavy weight and you don't realize what you're doing. Um, or if you've only got body weight, <laughs> or even worse, because then yeah. you're like, oh, I have no resistance. So I can do squats and sit-ups and push-ups and pull-ups and go for a run and do isometrics and do dead. Like, because there's nothing to tell me this is my designated gym time and I'm not going beyond that. Um, or because I don't have equipment and so I can't feel what I'm doing until usually until it's too late and then you're sore and then you're off for two days and then you feel like you're lazy because you didn't work out. <laughs> I mean, it's really easy to feel like body weight workouts just aren't, they're just not effective, you know, and they're also like slow moving stuff. Isn't sexy. It's not throwing a barbell. It's not right. Instagram worthy. You know, right. it's not a, it's not a high intensity burpee, whatever. It's like, who wants to see me do a five second squat right. <laughs> or whatever it is, you know, Nobody. it's really effective. And I dare you to try it. Maybe not a squat. I mean, just depending on whatever it is, but I mean, slow time under tension stuff. You'd be amazed at how hard that is, but it's also, it's not sexy. Yeah. It's all for the gram. You know, I mean, it's like, right. you got to right. take care of you. Yes. And now I think now is that good time. You mm -hmm. have no external pressure. Like if I'm in my studio here, this is my space. Yeah. I don't have to deal with anybody watching me, which is, it's, it, we were just talking about how you need that. But on the other hand, you have no judgment. Right. You have nobody to, if you, if you feel really insecure in the gym and that's why you haven't started, yes. this is your space. I have yes. a client, she has a foam roller and she has a couple of mini bands and she has one band with handles. She feels much more at home in her space. And I can tell her what to do, you know, kind of thing, but she doesn't have anybody judging her. There's nobody sideways looking. There's nobody thinking this is your space. You can do all the unsexy things in that space. You want to, you can do a five second dead bug, you know, or, a, and tell me if it's not, you know, set a timer and, and put on your favorite playlist, yes. make it for 10 minutes make it, you know, 30 seconds of this, this, this stick to that 10 minutes and tell me if that wasn't a good workout still. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think, I feel like if we're, you mentioned the music that brings me to like tips on how to actually do this, um, and, and keep yourself sane. <laughs> um, keep the TV off, off, keep it off. Uh, like, look, I, I speaking experientially, keep the TV off. It, 
it really it got it was a great movie I had in the background. I was like, oh yeah, this is like an intense like rah 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 movie. It made me depressed. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm doing deadlifts. I love deadlifts. You know, how did you deadlift a movie? It, because I had um, specific rep schemes, and it was a slow. You know, like, oh, okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, it it wasn't like it it, it was um, building deadlifts, not high weight. Got it. Um, so yeah, that, that part was fine. I didn't need to pay too much attention. And it was this big rah, rah movie. I'm like, yeah. And no, I was so depressed after I was like, I didn't feel like I did anything. I'm like, don't get me wrong. The next day, my glutes were sore, <laughs> but I didn't feel like I did anything. Well, so you weren't engaged with your body. Yes. So keep the TV off, put on a playlist that you like, put on music, do it, do it, do it. It's going to make you feel better. Um, do small therapy, targeted therapeutic movements that, you know, you know, are going to get you where you want to go. Um, you know, you've got an imbalance most likely if you've talked to a coach ever. Um, if you haven't, chances are you still know that you've got an imbalance somewhere, something that needs to be worked on. Target it, target the entire region of, um, flexors and extensors, you know, in a balancing type way, if you can. Um, don't try to do everything all at once, you know, like, uh, <laughs> you know, it's just, just not a good idea. I go, okay, well, my lower body is a little stiff today. Great. Activate the core bracing muscles, the deep core muscles, activate the glutes, activate the hamstrings, activate, activate, activate down the chain, do some movements, stop. <laughs> and don't, stop, please. and, and then do something that's fun. You know, mix it up, do something that's fun. This is, if you're one of, so there's two types of people, right? People who, okay, not two types of people, two modes. People who love burpees and people who hate burpees? Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm yeah, yeah, I'm in the hate burpees camp, by the way. Burpees suck. Um, <laughs> there's two modes that people have. The mode where they only want to do what they're good at and they love. And the mode where they feel guilty if they do anything that they love because they need to work on their imbalances. Mm -hmm. This is not the time for either of those things to take over. It's just not. So do your targeted rehab work and then do something fun just for you. I mean, I know I posted the video of me doing the stone lifts the other day. That is not rehab for me. <laughs> it's fun. It's a whole lot of fun. I felt guilty the first time I did it too. I'm like, oh, I should be doing It's fun. Okay. It's fun. It gets me to like on days when I'm like, I just, I just don't want to work out. I don't care anymore. I want to sit on the couch wrapped in a blanket eating chocolate and yogurt and like if I had everything in the world that I'm like allergens and make my migraines worse I would eat it right now and not talk to anybody <laughs> days when I'm like that I, man tell me to do slow baby squat isometrics to get rid of the first of my three shifts you want to put me into a point where I'm just not doing anything at all that's how to do it but you tell me well you know what just, just, you know, do these th the little warm ups that are going to take you like maybe five minutes, do a couple little ab bracing movements, a couple kettlebell hinges, which are super easy for me. And then just go pick up the stone a couple times. Yeah. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll yeah. do it. You know? you know, and then the next day I'm doing my recap stuff again because I feel better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling like the other day, I'm like, I need to do something that my brain was going a million directions. And I was like, I haven't moved. I've only been at the computer. I need to do something. Yeah. But I don't know that I want to do a workout because I don't want to lose my momentum either. So I came in here, I was doing some videos or I don't remember what I was doing. I mean, I've got the dumbbells. I've got the bands. It's all out. It's all right in front of me. I see it. I've got my flute right there. And every once in a while, I'm like, I'll just pick it up and play a scale. I'll just, and then that turns into 20 minutes or whatever. But you know, it's 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 there it's out when it's in front of you kind of like if chocolate's in front of you you want to eat it if you yes. don't see it it's not there same with right. like the fridge yes. if your workout equipment if you come in here and you're like let me just do some some retraction some scap stuff some like let me yeah. do some rows with these oh that feels so good let me do a few more let's just you yep. know and then yeah. I, in five minutes, I'd done some upper body stuff that felt so good because I was going backwards because everything on the computer is this way. And it yes. just felt so good. And then I did some bridges and dead bugs on the floor. I plugged yeah. put those two together because they're same position. They work yeah. all that key stuff. And then I was like, 
okay, so it's not like a high intensity stuff like there, some of the other trainers at my gym, like super whipped dudes, and they're all posting stuff about, you know, their plyos and stuff. And I'm like, I can't right now. That's not my, I can't do that. What yeah. I just did wasn't sexy, but yeah. wow, do I feel better? Yeah. And it, I wouldn't have done it if it wasn't out. Yes. And it's in my face. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's already set up. All I gotta do for my little fake TRX is close the door and do some rows. Yeah. It's, it's there. There's yeah. no, nothing holding me back. Right. Yeah. And oh. it's the same thing with if, it I leave, if I put my bands out of sight. If I leave one, just one, just one singular band tied around the foot of my couch, out of the way, by the way, no risk of tripping, you know, no risk of the cat tearing off with it. Like, no, it's, it's just kind of there. There. I just, I look at it throughout the day and I'm like, I could do some hamstring curls. Hamstring curls are also my jam. So <laughs> I could do some hamstring curls. Well, if I start doing hamstring curls, I'm going to do some hinges. If I'm doing hinges, I'm using my core. If I'm using my core, I'm going to want to, it's like the, if you give a mouse a cookie, yeah. You know, and it's it's also an old music teacher trick too. Um, open your case when you get home. You don't have to practice. Just open the case. Just open the case. Yes. <laughs> I can I can teach. I've been teaching Skype lessons, of course. If my instrument stays next to me in the case, I won't touch it. If one of my students, if I need to show them something on the instrument, um, on my instrument, and I take out a piece of the clarinet it doesn't have to be a whole thing just a piece the second i open that case it's like okay and then i want to practice and next thing i know i'm playing for them demonstration which i do in in-person lessons all the time i'm a huge proponent of playing for and with your students not like in a performance way but in a back and forth to kind of help them hear where we want them to be I'll, i tend not to do that with skype because my instrument's in a case open it i play <laughs> you know? right. and I'm like man I should like I should practice <laughs> I know I know that's why I, that's why I'm leaving it on the stand because I'm not taking it I'm not putting it in the case taking it to the school leaving it in the bag when I get home it's out and when I teach it's right next to the computer all I gotta do is pick it up yeah. now granted I don't have a read to worry about but I mean it's right there and if it's there I'll just pick it up and I don't like this instrument that's a long story we just talked about yeah. I don't like playing it. It's not, it's not the baby I had to give back. That's neither here nor there. It's still an instrument. I still got to play it. Right. Yeah. And so just getting reacquainted with like, yeah, how am I feeling today? Yeah. You know, maybe my fingers are not, I don't like where this is going. I need to get out that eight student. Let me work on this for a little bit. I got time. You yeah. always have time. Yeah. It's just, if you don't, if it's not out, you won't yeah. make time, put it in front of you. You yeah. know, what you see is what you will do. Yeah. So make it easy. Yeah. <laughs> It takes a lot of the pressure off too, because then it's not this big guilt trip. <laughs> like, oh, I have to, or it's a. What it, I mean, you've heard by people like, it's way better to work out in little increments throughout the day than one giant workout sometimes. Well, say you did, you know, you did a set of rows, you did a set of this, you like throughout the day, you just have the set of dumbbells or you've got a band and you've just got it set up. And every time you pass it, you're like, well, let me just do a few. How yeah. many have you done over the course of the day? Whether it's the same or it's yeah. something different, you've yeah. moved more than you yeah. would have done otherwise. Right. Yeah. And then you've got the benefit of low tier activation throughout the day too. So Bingo. you might even be less sore. And theoretically, oh, less sore. I didn't. I didn't do anything then. I, I don't oh, have dogs. Okay. <laughs> let's let's save that can of worms for another podcast because this is something I want to get into. Okay. Um, the the soreness as a measure of how much you did. Let's let's save that for another one. I talk about an hour. Um, that one really grinds my gears. That was on Instagram this morning. People <laughs> were posting all about that. I think it's funny. That's a, that's a can of worms. Sorry guys. Sorry. Next yeah. time. <laughs> Not a whole, okay, so there are a lot of things that grind my gears. Not a whole lot of things will get me to vent about it on, on the internet, but Maybe sort that's of. that's what we should call this. Strength training grinds my gears. What <laughs> <laughs> in strength training grinds my gears? <laughs> the musician health coach is grinding their gears. I mean, I, something like that. <laughs> Sorry. We need a name. We'll come up with something eventually. I mean. It's, it's what we do is so niche. It is. <laughs> it's, it is. That's what makes it wonderful.
It is. It is. It just makes it hard to name. <laughs> it is. We need your help. Please help us. Yeah. Uh, anyway, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you there. I got excited. No, no, no. It's all right. Um, I feel like we kind of covered what we wanted to talk about today. Yeah, we did. Um, yeah, I think we did pretty decent. Um, if you guys have any questions on uh, specifically what you can do at home uh, individually, uh, reach out to one or both of us. Um, we're both available. Angela's doing the free assessments. Um, I'm happy to talk to you guys also for free. <laughs> uh, just kind of get a feel of where you're at, what you're doing, what you want to do, that kind of thing. Um, you want to do some plugs? Oh, sure. Sure. Okay. And also, I want to say if, uh, if if you guys are actually listening to this now, um, you have topics you want us to talk about instead of us just going back and forth about what grinds our gears. We are happy <laughs> to include what grinds your gears. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, you can reach me at musicstrong.com or on the Facebook at musicstrong or on the Instagrams at musicstrongfitness. <laughs> I'm on the Twitter too. I like it when you put the in front of things. I'm on the Twitters. Yeah. The, the tweeters? Can I, I, I twit? I... <laughs> Sorry. We're, we're giggling about this because we had this conversation. <laughs> I am also on the Twitters, <laughs> on the interwebs, at uh, Flute Angel, and that's spelled with a J. Okay. I know, that one's, that's old. I, sorry. I mean, we, we've all got our, our uh, teenage, you know, handles still. So. <laughs> well, my, my nickname used to be Flute Angel, so, you know, I just kind of wrote with it. Because my name's Angel, I play the flute, I thought it was catchy. Yeah, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know um i you can find me at um tuned and toned performance.com that's tuned with a d and toned with a d um instagram and facebook at tuned and toned performance uh youtube just search tuned and toned performance i come right up um for angela's youtube go to her website <sighs> click the youtube link there i have tried to search for her and it's nothing but workout music yeah, I have looked. Dude, I tried that the other day, and it's like, I think it's like Music Strong Angela. That brings up my flute site on YouTube. I don't, where's mine? I mean, I went into the thing, and it told me I couldn't change my name. But I, know. Yeah, I don't know what's yeah. going on. Yeah, if you guys don't know, YouTube's got a whole bunch of uh, regulations, and well, rules in place, not regulations, a little bit, a little bit of both, but um you have to have a certain number of subscribers before you can get um advertisement paying uh paid for as advertising and also so that you can have your own personalized handle which makes sense to a degree but then when you're in the position that we're in where people need to find us so we can get subscribers um kind of kind of not helpful to that end <laughs> yeah just go to my website all the little icons are at the top click those yeah, and um, please follow both of us. It will help us. <laughs> um, we can help you. We've got plenty of followers on the Instagrams and the Facebook, I think. Um, if you like the, if you like this, of course, follow us there too. But make sure you go over to our YouTubes also because um, those are tend to be a little bit slower because now people can, can just watch it embedded in Facebook and stuff like that, and it doesn't really help us on that end. Um, that's it for me today. <laughs> I'm going to go make some food. I haven't eaten today, so. All right. All right. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Bye. And see you next time. <laughs>